Welcome to the first Sunday of Lent in our new homily series. And our theme is redirecting our hearts. Our theme for the last probably year now has been following Jesus. And we've been uh, looking at our homilies and our readings, and we have four pillars that we're, we're working on. And it's following Jesus, we are loving God, loving others, making disciples. And there's four pillars, connect and invite, learn, serve, pray and worship. If you haven't seen this, there's little cards on the tables. Take one and keep it with you because it's a reminder of where we are as a parish in our homily series and what we're trying to accomplish. Redirecting our hearts, <clears throat> excuse me, is our theme for our Lent. And for this week, we're gonna be talking about devoted worship devoted worship. Yesterday, my wife and I, Mary, we were at a store and we met with our salesperson and Stuart had a great story. And we changed our homilies in the middle of the day when we hear something really profound. He got home from work on Friday night, he was telling us, and his uh, daughter's boyfriend was at his house sitting on the couch. He walked in and goes, hmm, what's going on here? And his daughter's boyfriend asked him to take her hand in marriage. So Stuart told us the whole story. He says, I was trying to think of what I'm gonna say. And he used the, the words to us, words matter. And words do matter. So as this young man was asking Stuart, and he said he was as nervous as all get up, shaken and all that kind of stuff that we've all been through. And he asked him to marry her and he said, so what is gonna be your first priority in your life? And the, and, the, and the kid sat there and looked at him and he goes, put my daughter on a pedestal. Put her on a pedestal. And what he meant by that, as he explained, love her first, take care of her. Love her, make sure she's safe, be, make sure you provide for her. He wasn't saying put her on a pedestal to buy her the best things and to give her the best house, but love her and care for her the best of your ability. Put her on a pedestal. And he also said to, to this young man, you've evolved. You've evolved into, from the first time we met you. You were a bachelor, living like a bachelor, acting like a bachelor, and you've evolved into the man that I am really comfortable with saying yes to you. So it's pretty profound sort of conversation we had. <clears throat> Excuse me, he made me think about that. What do we put on a pedestal in our lives? What do we do? Well, you know, from day to day, it may be our jobs. It may be our cars. I've been accused of that. It may be our, you know, uh, wealth. It may be other things. But it struck me in talking to Stuart, we need to put God on that pedestal. We gotta put him first. We have to love him, worship him, have a relationship with him, and, and he would be part of our lives. And, you know, it really was profound when we had this conversation. It was in a furniture store of all places. And it was really very interesting, put God on a pedestal. And it struck me, have we evolved to put God on the pedestal and to put him first in our lives? Well, we learn that that's really what our faith calls us to do. Let's worship God with all our hearts, our minds, and our souls, <clears throat> as well as love him. 
How do we do that? Well, we develop a relationship. We develop a relationship by praying, having conversations with him, and just like last week, go into the inner room, have a conversation in secret, talk to the Lord. He does answer us. He does respond to us in ways that we could never imagine. It may not be the answer we always want, but he does respond. If we have that relationship with him, we see the world through different eyes. We put him on that pedestal, we put him first, and we put our families there, and we, we, we take care of one another. Only through God can we serve the world, serve our families and serve the world. And as I was studying the readings for this weekend, it really struck me in the different readings. In that first reading, the one line that struck me was, see, I am now establishing my covenant with you and your descendants forever. God was reaching out to us. He was reaching out to us to say, I will not destroy the earth again by a flood. I will take care of you. Be true to me and I'll be true to you. But he made a covenant. He was reaching out to us. In that second reading, the profound line was, Christ suffered for sins once for all of us. Again, he reached out to us. He's the one that showed us the Savior, the Messiah, to come into the world to bring us to, to heaven, to really give us our everlasting life. And then in that gospel reading, that line that always hits me, the kingdom of God is at hand. Repent and believe in the gospel. Well, what is the kingdom of God? It's the right here and the right now. We're living in the kingdom of God. How do we do that? By having that relationship with God, by putting him on the pedestal, by praying, by listening to him, mostly listening to what he wants us to do. That's what our baptismal call is all about, responding to the Lord's call in our lives. And we do that if we put him on a pedestal and we really reach out to the Lord and have that relationship, we're better able to serve one another, we're better able to serve the world, those in need, we're better able to do the things that he calls us to do. And remember, the kingdom of God is not something out there. It is the here and the now and the moment. It's not 100 years from now. It's not 200 years from now. It's the right here and the right now.